Welcome to another edition of the Gold Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is January 22nd, 2020. And I got about six different segments here that I wrote for this episode. And... I want to share those with you. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, Does Florida State have the fortitude to turn this thing around? And this is what I wrote about that. Does Florida State have the fortitude to turn this thing around? If we are speaking from a player perspective, I say no. Um, I don't care who the coach is. If you have any pride in yourself as a football player... You should go hard every play. When you're not giving it your all, what's the point in playing? <clears throat> this dude, TJ Russian, leaves for a bigger payday at Texas A&M. Um, fortitude as a player comes from within. No coach can coach that into a player. My point with rushing is players can, can't depend on a coach to motivate them. They have to play every snap. And you have to you have to play hard every snap and you have to want it for yourself. Wanting to win and having the fortitude to overcome adversity will always be a part of football. That's one of the things that makes this game great. Once again, I take the wait and see approach when it comes to coaches and the loyalty is always to the money. Um Yeah, man. Um the players you know, it doesn't matter who the coach is. You know, you have to go out there and put good tape out there for the NFL to see so you can make it to the league. You can't depend on a coach to motivate you and to get you to the point that you want to be in life. Um, um, you know, I just... You know, this guy, T.J. Russian, man, just like, why did you even come to Florida State? Why didn't you just hold out for the Texas A&M job? I hate that. That's why, you know, all the pundits, all these podcasters, all these website experts. Oh, you know, Norvell has assembled a great staff and the guy ain't even been on the job a month and he leaves. And everybody wanted Terrell Buckley. For good reason. We know Terrell Buckley wouldn't do us like this. He went to Florida State. He feels a sense of allegiance to Florida State. He should have been he should have been the top guy for that job. You know, I think he's universally recognized as one of the best DB coaches in the game. And he should have got that job. So let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, My next segment is entitled uh, during the football drought. What do you do? And this is what I wrote about that Um, during the football drought, which is usually February through well after the Super Bowl. So February until uh, late August, um, I usually play football video games to fill the void. Um, The college game and the uh, pro game. Um, This year we got another fly by night football league. Maybe I'll try to get into something like that. Uh, March Madness helps out uh, 
pro basketball helps out. Never really was into baseball. Um, I really don't watch a lot of TV like I used to. Um, I used to be in the comic book TV shows, but they got kind of corny. Uh, MMA and boxing also help. Um, it depends on who's fighting, though. And uh, usually the second signing day for college football is another thing that helps me cope with no football. Um, you know, this is big, man. Like, <clears throat> the football season goes so fast. Um, I just can't, you know, it just goes so fast, man. It's like starts in August and then just bam, it's February. You know, it's crazy. And, you know, then you wait seven long months. And if your team stinks, and you just like, <laughs> I've been waiting seven months for this. You know, it's just crazy. So, um,. Let me know what you think about that segment. What do you do to fill the football void um, when uh, football is done for, you know, seven months? And moving on to the next segment, which is going to be what if Florida State had a billionaire investor slash booster? And this is what I wrote about that. Having a billionaire investor or booster would help this program tremendously, tremendously with facilities and recruiting. Um, I would like Doe Campbell Stadium to actually have seats instead of benches. Um, maybe we could buy better players. I hate to phrase it like that, but we all know this is commonplace in college football. A billionaire booster could help this program get back to elite status faster. All your big time programs got money coming from somewhere and it's not from bowl games. The more money a program has, the better the talent you can acquire. It's just facts. I wish they would open it up and stop this charade of student athlete. We all know boosters run college football. Can we stop pretending like we don't know it already? I mean, we we all know this, right? You know, um, money runs this sport. Money runs all sports. So, you know, it, it's no different, man. When when you got a top recruit and the big schools come a knocking, you know, it's just understood that certain bags have to be delivered. Read between the lines. So, I mean... It's, it's, it's just a part of life. I mean, college football is a microcosm of life. And, um, you know, the sooner we can get over that hump, the better off we're going to be. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Um, my next segment is entitled Jameis Winston versus Joe Burrow. Jameis Winston versus Joe Burrow. Both are 6'4". Jameis Winston weighs a little bit more than Burrow. They both had virtually the same career. Heisman Trophy, National Championship, one bad season. 
Jameis Winston was more highly coveted than Burrow. Burrow might have a better pro career than Winston. Winston has struggled in the pros throwing 30 TDs and 30 interceptions this past season. That is crazy. In my opinion, you put Winston, say, with the New England Patriots and with Belichick's discipline, you would have a special talent. Um, the most I would pay Jameis Winston is $25 million. No way he gets $40 million. Joe Burrow, I think, will be a really good pro. The pundits are saying he's going to Cincinnati. Um, they, if they still have A.J. Green and the running back from Oklahoma and get some pieces on the offensive line, you might have something special um, on offense. Their arm strength looks about the same to me. Burrow has better accuracy. Burrow, I've, Burrow, I feel, can grasp a pro offense better than Winston. Therefore, I say Joe Burrow is the winner of this comparison. Um, Joe Burrow, to me, is just a better quarterback right now. I know that he played in college, but he was running a pro system. I mean, we'll see when he gets to Cincinnati, man. I'm a Jameis Winston guy. Um, not really a Jameis Winston guy at the <laughs> at the NFL level. I don't think he he's kind of regressed um, during his NFL career. I think he needs to get around some more, <clears throat> excuse me, discipline. And we'll see what happens with that. But man, um, I just thought Jameis Winston would had would have had a better career to this point by now so let me know what you think about that comparison and i'm going to move on to the next segment which is which non florida state or let me say this over which non-championship team at florida state was the best now in my opinion because i went to virtually every game this particular season um except for the uh bowl game i didn't go to the bowl game but I went to pretty much every game this season, home and away. Um, I feel like the 1997 team was our best team. And this is why I feel that way. 1997 was the best team not to win a championship, in my opinion. They were one call away from going to the national championship. Um, I think they could have beat Nebraska or Michigan that year they uh, Michigan and Nebraska split the national championship um 96 through two through 2000 was probably the greatest stretch for this program um it only netted one national championship but Florida State was in contention every year some will say the 1991 team or one of the teams in the late 80s I respect your opinion but the 97 team should have won it all Bobby Bowden made a bad call by kicking the field goal on the one-yard line instead of going for it. And if you don't get it, it's first and 99, okay? He kicked it off, all right? They ran it back a little bit, and then Steve Spurrier just bombs away to Jacquez Green. And the game was over. Um, You know, I hate, I've, I've probably rehashed that, like, on several episodes. But, you know, that was a national championship appearance to me that got away um so i just felt like that was the best team that um didn't win the championship and uh 
let me know what you think about that segment. Um, so moving on to the next segment, segment, which is entitled Anthony McFarlane, the worst commentator in sports. I think we all can agree on this. <clears throat> One second here. All right, Anthony McFarlane, the worst commentator in sports, without a doubt. The four-letter network, you have ruined Monday Night Football. It's a joke. Joe Testator is the only voice that's keeping that thing afloat. Why hasn't Mike Golick gotten a shot at Monday Night Football? He is gold right there in your in Bristol. He's he's way he would be way better than McFarlane. He just says a lot of bonehead nonsense. This man uh, said in the games, uh, run the ball on fourth on third down and spike it on fourth down. Then one game he said J.J. Watt wasn't out there to bat balls down. I'm like, what are you talking about? Or just if you don't want to put Mike Golick out there. Go get Tony Romo, like everybody's saying. Um, I think Tony Romo is overrated, but he's light years better than McFarlane. McFarlane is a five-star garbage commentator. So, yeah, man. You know. I can't even find the words to... To uh, <laughs> to to even describe Booger McFarland, man, as a commentator, you know, he's just one of the worst. I'm trying to figure out how did he get that gig. Okay, Mark um Swagoo would be better than Anthony McFarland. He would be way better, and he's just continuously marching out there. I think. <laughs> I don't know what <clears throat> the four letter network is thinking, man. You know, but it is what it is. You know, hopefully they'll fix it and put better people on Monday Night Football. I wish they would put it back on ABC. You know, because, I mean, the four letter network has basically ruined Monday Night Football, man. So that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please scroll down to the description. Rate, review, subscribe. I really do appreciate your support. And as always, go Knowles.